You are listening to In the Cycles Podcast, Episode 20. Today we'll be stepping into Part 2 of the Art of Visualization. Stay tuned. Hey, I'm Mike Oglesby. Welcome and thanks for tuning in to In the Cycles, the podcast where I share the philosophies, tools, and techniques that I've used for more than a decade to help adults just like you overcome debilitating anxiety and depression and transform their lives. Check out InTheCycles.com and sign up on the email list to receive updates and special content. New episodes are released every Monday, so tune in. You can also follow me on Facebook at Mike Oglesby Author. So let's jump right into today's episode. Hello and welcome, my friend, to another episode of End the Cycles. I'm so glad to be here with you today to share with you the tools and philosophies I have used and learned for so many years now to help myself as well as others overcome the debilitating cycles of anxiety and depression in their lives. This is not an easy journey. Changing your life is hard. I can tell you with confidence that doing what's necessary to bring your life into a state of health and harmony will cost you. It will cost you people, some friends, some family, some acquaintances. It will cost you time, money, things, situations, habits, tendencies, and many, many other things. The biggest price you will pay is your current identity. The person you are being as you walk through life with anxiety and depression will have to pass, and a new version of yourself will take its place. There is a law of sacrifice that says, if you want to go up, you must give up. And you must be willing to pay the price if you want the gift of peace and freedom in your life. Unfortunately, this is not negotiable. And I get it. It's hard. I've had to walk this journey as well. There are many things I gave up throughout my process as well. Family, friends, activities, habits, limiting beliefs, old stories, resentments, the victim mentality, and all the excuses I made to myself for not stepping fully into what I truly wanted for myself and in my life. And it was hard. The hardest thing I ever had to do in my life. But again, the best thing I ever did because now I live a life that I'm in love with. I wake up every day with a mindset of how wonderful life is and how thankful I am to be here, experiencing my dreams and the unfolding of this incredible story that I live. And you can as well. You can create a story that you fall in love with. I believe this is what we're supposed to do here on Earth. Live our love story. This doesn't mean it won't be hard or even tragic at times. Everyone has a tragic story of abuse, neglect, and sorrow. This is just the way life tends to happen. It's okay. It doesn't mean that you can't change the effects or outcome of it. You can. I am proof, and there are many others out there like myself who have achieved it as well. It takes a lot of courage and strength to do it, but not more than what you have. At the end of the day, it becomes your choice. And when you make those hard and difficult choices, your life will change. I was listening to a short interview with author Lisa Nichols when she said that there's a doorway for you to heal. 
but this doorway will only fit you, so you must let go of everything and everyone in order to go through it. That most people are trying to be like 911 and save everyone else. But by letting go of everyone and everything that keeps you from getting through that doorway, you become more and more effective for everyone else. Then you can go and save them once you are healed. And I couldn't agree more with Lisa. It's hard to do this, and a lot of people will not understand why. People may get offended when you cut them off or take a step back. It's okay. It's okay for others to get offended just as long as you are stepping in the right direction for yourself and doing what your heart tells you. And your heart will never tell you to do something out of malice or in a way that hurts others deliberately. As long as your intentions are loving and good, it's okay. It's time to begin making some new choices for yourself today. It's time to begin stepping on a new path and out of the darkness. It will take some time, but just keep moving forward and practicing. I promise you this, if you do, it will eventually pay off and you will look back and thank yourself every day for the sacrifices you made and the strength you decided to show yourself and the world. It's time for a new story of you, a new story of hope, restoration, success, peace, happiness, and beauty. It's your time to rise and shine. Yes. I'm so excited to continue our journey today, this week in episode 20, in part two of The Art of Visualization. And just before we jump in, let me take a quick moment to ask you to go ahead, rate and review this podcast, and check me out on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Author Mike Oglesby. And I so appreciate that. Now on to today's show. This is such a fascinating subject and one that really deserves so much attention and focus as we work to change our lives and enhance our experiences. From a common worldview that is rooted solely in physical reality, these ideas that I am presenting to you may seem radical and unbelievable. But to those of you who are open to the possibilities that sit in the truths and understandings of these teachings and principles, you are the ones who will rise out of the darkness and ashes of anxiety and depression like the phoenix and transform your life in ways that others will have difficulty comprehending. In last week's episode, we began to explore the principles of the imagination and how it works to create your experiential reality in life, and how thoughts that are held long enough to become belief patterns in the brain become physical expressions in the world. Again, you can think of this as the placebo effect, and how the state of expectation or belief in the mind works to create physical expression. Laying a foundation of knowledge is important to be able to understand what you're doing so that you can be most effective in reaching your goals using visualization. This week, we're going to step more into the fundamental principles to build your visualization practice on to make it most effective. And that's the point, right? To be most effective so you can change your life in the quickest, most profound way possible. Now, I say the quickest but this doesn't mean that it's quick. Everything in life follows the law of process and takes time. 
many people look for supernatural occurrences. But the reality is supernatural isn't how things are done. Some things seem supernatural in life only due to a lack of explanation or understanding. But the reality is that everything follows the natural laws that govern our existence. I'm not saying some things aren't supernatural or can't happen. What I'm saying is that if you're looking for things to happen in a supernatural way, you may be missing the things that are right in front of you that if they had your attention and focus would transform into the changes you may be seeking. When I think of how things unfold for me and how I've experienced the incredible, life-changing results of visualizations, I tend to describe them as magical. The reason for this is because they tend to happen in ways I never saw coming or that were not necessarily in line with how I thought they would, and I ended up very pleasantly surprised many times. But to say they are beyond the natural would not be an accurate statement. I also think this is based on what we've been taught through life. But when you step into a higher realm of understanding of what life is and how it works, which I'm not saying I know how everything works, you begin to understand and experience life in a much different way. And I'm sure that you can see how this world and consciousness are changing and expanding to understand these principles on a deeper, more profound level. So, as I stated in last week's episode, keep an open mind as we explore the art of visualization and these principles I am sharing with you. If you want to make some radical changes in your life, then you must begin to work with principles that will help you achieve them. I have used visualization for many years and learned many ways of doing it, most of which simply did not work. I'm going to teach you the ways I have used that have always produced the results I was looking for. I want to share with you this week the six foundational principles of the art of visualization. Principle one, you must be consistent. Each time you sit down to visualize, you are feeding your visions. What you feed in life with your attention, focus, and energy always grow. Think of it like a baby. You must feed it daily and what it requires for it to grow into a healthy adult. Think of your manifestation as that healthy adult, which will then take on a life of its own for you to experience. We talked about the law of consistency in episode 18, so if you need a refresher, go and check out that show again. Many people will stay consistent for a short period of time, maybe a few weeks, or for some who have a higher endurance, a few months. Then, after not seeing their results come to manifestation, they forsake their routine and move on with their life with yet another defeat under their belt. Your manifestation must have time to grow, which means it has to unfold in every part of your life in the ways that it will affect every part of your life. This is not a short nor a simple process. It changes your whole life. You must be consistent no matter how long it takes to unfold. You may want it to happen in a month, but it may take two. The main point is to stay consistent with your process no matter what. This is such an important factor that will determine whether or not you are successful in the manifestation of your visualization. Principle 2. You must let go of trying to figure out how what you want will manifest. Your job is to feed the vision of your manifestation, not the process of how it will happen. 
Nobody knows how things will happen because that's not our job to know. This is difficult for many people, but you must understand this principle. Unfortunately, it's not negotiable. And the truth of the matter is that you don't really care how things will manifest in your life, as long as it's not against or comes to the detriment of others. The uncertainty of the hows in life bring a lot of people anxiety. This is something you must work on to be most effective in your approach. You can learn more about this in Chapter 5 of my book, Fight Back, about the model of power. You've never known how things were going to happen, and you never will. It's just the way life is, and we must come to accept this fact. If you knew how everything was going to unfold and manifest, then visualization would be pointless for you, and you wouldn't even have to try in life. This is not the case, nor will it ever be. Principle 3. This process is not limited by what you have experienced, your situations, circumstances, or conditions. The only limits that exist are the ones you create for yourself. Let yourself be free to explore and create whatever it is you truly want in life. It may take some time to convince the mind, but stick with it. The time it takes to manifest the change you desire is equivalent to the time it takes to create the belief within you. Think of the placebo effect. Once you hold the state of expectation in your mind, the physical world will respond in kind. Again, as in last week's episode, visualization is a process of imagination. Your imagination, by nature, is unlimited. If you base your imagination and visualization process on what you do or have seen in your life so far, you will be limited by that and more likely to continue recreating what you have experienced. This goes against what you're trying to accomplish with visualization. If everyone did this, then we'd have nothing new in our world. But if you look at those who have changed the world in some of the greatest, most profound ways, you will find they have expanded imaginations and didn't allow what they knew to change what they believed they could achieve. Take the limits off. No matter how big or different what you want is and what you want to achieve is, you can do it. Principle 4. Remember that what you put out is what you get back. Never use this tool to hurt or bring harm to anyone else. There are people who like to focus on revenge and what they deem to be justice toward others. The problem with this is that this process is all about you and ultimately will affect you. It's okay to involve others in your visualizations, but only as it pertains to what you want for yourself and your life. I'll teach you how this looks and how to do this, but just always keep in mind the golden rule of life to do unto others as you would have done unto yourself. The law of karma and reflection are very real laws that we live under, so if you put out bad things toward others, you will receive that back in your own life. Visualization is a way to expand your life and enhance what you create and experience in your life. It's not about others. It's about you. It will affect others, but ultimately, it is all about you. Principle 5. Let go of when things will happen. As I stated previously, the time it takes to become your physical state of reality is the time it takes to become your mental state of reality. Many people get discouraged because things aren't happening fast enough. This is because they are result-oriented rather than process-oriented 
which only leads them to self-sabotage in the end. You can read more about process versus result-oriented in Chapter 6 of my book, Fight Back. It doesn't matter if it takes five minutes, five days, five months, or five years. If it's what you truly want, stick to it without fail until it comes. What you truly want is worth the work and takes time to create it. It will only come once everything has been put into place for it to arrive. For example, if you are single and want to attract a good partner, there must be room made for that partner to arrive. You must be in a physical space that is sufficient to harbor someone else. You must be in the right mental space to step into that special relationship. If you want a good partner, you must also be and have the qualities you desire from another, etc. And this means that all these things must be in place to attract what you want to attract. Otherwise, that partner will not show up because you're not ready for them yet. And if they did before you were ready for them, it wouldn't work out. That's not at all what you want. This leads me to principle six. You must begin to step into the space and make whatever alterations to your life that you can and have the capacity for along the way. As with the example of wanting to attract a partner, you may be in a physical environment that cannot hold another person. However, you can begin to let go of and purge some of the physical items that you would not take with you if you were to be moving into that space with them. If your closet is so full of clothes that you don't wear, but takes up the entire space as well as the entire dresser, this may not be conducive to having a partner. You must begin to take steps toward what you want if you want it to manifest. Visualization is the mental part of the process of creating. There is a physical part you must step into as well. This is not a passive approach to creating new things and experiences in your life. We recognize that what you do physically is only what you are compelled to do from the mental state. And when you are compelled, you must take the steps. If you are too afraid to take the steps that are presented to you, then you will never manifest what you desire. As you begin your journey of visualization, you will notice opportunities beginning to present themselves. When you feel called or compelled to take them, you must take them. It will not happen without your active participation. This takes a lot of faith sometimes, but is required if you want to make profound shifts in your life. So, take the steps, pay attention to the synchronicities that present themselves to you in life along your journey, and watch your life begin to change before your very eyes. Now that we've laid out the six fundamental principles to begin building our visualization practice on, it's time for the weekly challenge. Now, last week I challenged you to begin working with the idea that we live in a world of imagination and that by developing your imagination you can develop your life in different ways. I want you to continue this journey of exploration and incorporate these fundamental principles I have shared with you this week as well. Next week, we'll continue our journey with part three of the art of visualization where we'll be talking about how to put these principles and teachings into practice so you can begin your journey of visualization as well. My friend, 
What a wonderful time I've had with you today, talking more in depth about the art of visualization and moving forward and helping you and teaching you these tools, principles, and philosophies. You are such a blessing to me in life, and I'm so grateful and honored to be here to be part of this journey with you because you are so very special to me, because you are a wonderful person. You are. Thank you so much for showing up, and I do look forward to continuing our journey of transformation and healing and change next week. When you get some time, jump on over to endthecycles.com. Subscribe to my email list for show updates and special content. If you're enjoying the show, leave a rating or review and share it with someone who could benefit as well. While you're on the website, grab your copy of Fight Back, End the Cycles of Anxiety and Depression. And hey, it's a great day to have a great day. I sure hope you go out there and enjoy it. We'll talk soon. Be well.